Unity Software is a platform that lets other companies tell beautiful stories in video games and beyond. Unity and its nemesis, Unreal Engine, owned by Epic Games, dominate this digital experience development software market as a duopoly. Unity is more focused on mobile experiences and Unreal on PCs. Believing in Unity's story and expecting its stock to generate a massive return on your investment is so easy to accept, especially in a world where digital experiences become more immersive, beautiful, and unbelievably real. But as investors, we can't fly with the stories. We must look behind the proverbial curtain and see what's happening behind the scenes. The last time I looked at Unity Software, ticker U, several investors I trust were selling their Unity shares because of the company's revenue growth slowdown, high stock-based compensation that results in diluting current shareholders, and the management's tendency to keep information close to the chest and not be straightforward with investors. That was back in November 2022. Fast forward to five months later, and the stock just popped over 13% after releasing its earnings report on May 10th. Is Unity a buy now, or do the concerns of growth, dilution, and management attitude still hold true? Let's talk about that. I'm Hoda Merrick, founder and CEO of Stockard, and on this channel, I share detailed fundamental analysis and interesting investment stories. I own Unity's shares directly and indirectly through owning ARKK ETF, which allocates 3.5% of its assets to this company. Therefore, researching Unity's fundamentals is quite interesting to me because it helps me decide what to do with its volatile shares. In October 2021, the stock was priced at more than $170 per share. As I'm recording this episode today, the stock is up 12-13% during market hours and then down by 6% in the after hours trading on the same day. It's quite volatile and hovers around $32 per share, down 80% from October 2021's price. We can only hold to the shares after such a big drop if we have a conviction fundamentally that this stock is worth holding. So in the next few minutes, we'll research Unity's fundamental using a six-part framework. How the company makes money, its top and bottom line trends, noteworthy changes in top and bottom lines, balance sheet strength, ability to generate cash to reinvest in its future, and the current valuation and the feasibility of growing into that valuation. Unity Software is mostly known for its presence in the video game industry. However, its software enables any developer or artist that wants to make high-quality 3D content to do that easily and beautifully. It also offers its customers ways to sell 
advertisements through the 3D environments they create using Unity software. In Q1 2023, roughly 40% of the company's revenue came from the 3D creation software and solutions and 60% from advertisements and monetization. Unity has been making new acquisitions to strengthen its advertisement and monetization division, and it is still integrating Iron Source, one of the key acquisitions for the advertisement division, to shore up the revenue. We can see the result of all that effort in its 56% year-over-year revenue growth, which is entirely due to the revenue coming from the acquired companies such as Iron Source. Without the acquisition's contribution, commonly known as a pro forma basis, revenue was down 2% year-over-year. This is a double-edged sword. On the one hand, as investors, we are happy to see the company is growing. But on the other hand, we're worried that the company has lost its ability to grow revenue organically. That's our first red flag. If we dig deeper, it looks like Create Solutions, the 3D creation unit, was up 14% year over year. That's not bad, but it is far from the rapidly growing company Unity once was or still needs to be. The management believes that revenue growth will accelerate in the coming months due to price increases, new customer adoptions, and growth in China. That promise to accelerate growth reduces my worry about the slowdown in revenue, which we discussed earlier. The other red flag related to the revenue is the net dollar expansion rate reduction. In Q1 2021, the company had a 140% net dollar expansion rate, which meant for every dollar the customer was paying Unity, it is spent 40% more in the next quarter. In Q1 2023, that rate is down to 107%. Some of the decline can be due to price increases, but it is still a red flag. What about the bottom line? On the bottom line, the company is still committed to generating $1 billion in adjusted EBITDA by the end of 2024. This means the company takes its net loss and adds back a stock-based compensation, amortization of its assets, and a few other non-cash expenses to get to the adjusted EBITDA. With that method, Unity made $32 million in adjusted EBITDA this quarter. What's surprising is the company's belief in getting to $1 billion in adjusted EBITDA by 2024 compared to $30 million or so in this quarter. The major contributor to Unity's net losses is more than $100 million increase in sales and marketing expenses, which the company attributes to higher headcounts related to iron source acquisition. You can see the impact of such an increase in headcount on the number of outstanding shares as the company issued more than 100 million shares compared to Q1 2022, but kept it flat compared to Q4 2022 after the acquisition. 
Generally, as investors, we don't like new shares issues because it reduces our ownership and ownership in the company's earnings per share. Regardless, the company plans to keep its outstanding shares stable in 2023, and it has managed to reduce its headcount well, which is good news. Overall, the company's profit generation power isn't better or worse compared to what we discussed in November last year. I leave a link to November's Unity Review episode so you can compare it with today's episode and notice the changes on your own. The next point is Unity's balance sheet strength. It holds $1.6 billion in cash and cash equivalents and more than $2.3 billion in current assets, including accounts receivables. Compare that to $1 billion in liability, and overall, Unity doesn't have a major balance sheet risk. The red flag on the balance sheet is not associated with running out of cash, but is related to future share issuance once again. Unity has almost $3 billion in convertible notes, eventually converting into common shares and further diluting us, the existing shareholders. Talking about cash on the balance sheet, Unity returned to negative free cash flow this quarter. And that means it still needs to use the cash it holds on its balance sheet to fund portions of its projects to grow in the future. The management explained it expects to generate free cash flow in this year, and that's something to hope for. So let's recap Unity's fundamental analysis. Revenue is growing slowly compared to its past, but the management believes the growth rate will go back up. The operations are unprofitable, with a stock-based compensation cost still dragging the business. The company didn't generate free cash flow, but plans to do so this year. Unity has a stable balance sheet and isn't in immediate cash crunch danger. Knowing all that, Unity isn't yet the slam dunk company it once was. So when I look at it and look at its current valuation of more than six times price to sales ratio, this stock seems quite expensive to me. Compare this with Tencent's valuation, who owns Unity's competitor, and that stock is priced five times sales. We can argue Tencent is a much different business because its Unity comparable business is just a small portion of its operations. So instead, let's do some valuation math. To become six times bigger in the next five years, Unity has to grow its sales by 43% per year. To achieve it in the next 10 years, it has to grow by 19% per year. Unity forecasts $2 billion revenue for 2023, a 3 to 9% performa growth. There is a big gap between 3 to 9% and a 19 to 43% annual growth rate in the next 5 to 10 years. Of course, if Unity becomes more profitable and generates cash, there are more reasons to give the company a higher valuation, but that's yet to be seen and proven. 
knowing all that, what should we do with our shares? Should we hold or even buy more? Overall, it seems Unity is on the right track, but the stock market investors are also already jumping ahead, pricing the stock for success. I wouldn't have been buying new shares if I didn't own them now. Since I own them, the shares go to the hold until find a better choice bucket, unless I find a better opportunity to reallocate my capital, I'll monitor the company to see how it executes and plans to generate free cash flow, reach $1 billion in adjusted EBITDA, and return to rapid revenue growth. In a way, my conclusion didn't change much compared to the last November. Now it is your turn to look up Unity's stock card and share your research in the comments so we can all learn from each other. If you have a recommendation for better stocks than Unity to buy now, don't forget to share them too. I leave a link to Unity's stock card and a few other resources on YouTube channels I used to create this video in the show notes for your education and entertainment. See you next time.